We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into this Thursday morning edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford, a studio here. Uh, I mean, another nice weather day in Oxford. Good weather today, tomorrow, up around 70 tomorrow here uh, for meteorological report for the day. Uh, plenty of stuff going on. Ole Miss losing to Alabama last night on the hardwood at the Pavilion. Tied 97, Rebels 83. They said that if Alabama shot well from three, it would be a uh, a tough road to hoe, and it was for uh, for Ole Miss as Bama does shoot 64% from three, and they dominated the paint too. So really just all around uh, 97 points offensively for uh, for the Tide. We'll talk about that. Got some combine thoughts. Ole Miss with uh, eight combine invites. Um Former staffer Vernon Chapman with a uh, thought that ramped up social media and message board yesterday. So we'll go through some of that as well to uh, today and uh, whatever else we come up with over the course of the next uh, 40, a little over an hour or so here with you this uh, this morning. So podcast brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Trying to still give you 10 free dollars. Pretty simple. I get his head to the pump of any Blue Sky location in Mississippi when you do that. You uh, just take, take a picture of the QR code, and you can be uh, automatically sent to the Exxon mobile app. 1,000 points. 1,000 points equals $10 there with the Oxford Exxon and all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. Also, uh, sorry, lunch specials, five sixty nine, two sides, bread, 32-ounce drinks. Take advantage of that if you're coming into town this weekend and coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey, Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get your quote. You shop it around if you'd like, or you can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, let's hop into a Clark Ford today. You'll love the product. You'll love the service. Corey wants to be your car guy. He wants to be a truck guy. He'll prove that to you when uh, you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest, join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. Um, be a great place to go grab a burger, a po' boy, an appetizer, a uh, great beer selection, full bar, and more. They're at Rafters on the Square and Rafters in New Albany. So, um, kick it off with um, 
some combine stuff, kind of the, the news that is uh, taking over the internet a little bit yesterday, at least comparatively to the topics we have. Um, Ole Miss with eight players invited to the NFL Combine, which is when? What's the Combine date? I have it. It's usually late somewhere. February, early. It's usually late February in Indianapolis. March 1st through 7th. Oh, there you go. Yep, March 3rd through 7th in Indianapolis. This year there are uh, 325 total invited prospects. In this, How many? Uh, 324, sorry. Oh, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Of the 324, eight from Ole Miss, three from Mississippi State. Um, both teams expected to have a first-round pick. Charles Cross for the Bulldogs, Matt Corral for the uh, the Rebels. Ole Miss's eight combine invites, offensive lineman Ben Brown, linebacker Chance Campbell, running back Snoop Connor, quarterback Matt Corral, wide receiver Dontario Drummond, Braylon Sanders, running back Jerry and Ely, and defensive lineman Sam Williams are the uh, are the eight for the Rebels. Yeah. Um Oh, Ben's healthy. I don't know what that bicep looks like, but um, hopefully he can compete to whatever level is needed for uh, for that. Uh, other news yesterday, it's kind of social media everywhere. Um, we, we mentioned yesterday that uh, all three of the three of the quarterback prospects all having pro day on the same day, Matt Corral, Desmond Ritter at Cincinnati, and Malik Willis at Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, for, former Ole Miss general manager Matt Lindsay comes out yesterday and says that the NFL is making Ole Miss do that, that they did not want to do that, but that uh, the NFL is requiring it, which um, is an extra little layer as we're laying out everything. So It doesn't make sense to me. I, I don't understand it, um, but whatever. It is what it is. It's probably to create some storylines for NFL Network. Um, what some fans don't get is the NFL technically kind of runs the event. You're hosting it, but no, the NFL completely yeah, runs it, the like event. Like you don't even get official stats until the NFL releases them. Yeah, it's their thing, not yours. You're just hosting with your players. Yeah, you're you're benefiting from them running an event. People overthink this stuff too. People get worked up about this, and I kind of look at them like, really. Like, this impacts your day? It will have no impact on Matt Corral's draft stock. No, look, they're going to see these guys at the Combine. They've seen a couple of them at, in Mobile. They will have talked to them. They're going to work them out separately. and It's going to be a little bit of a shell game as to who goes where and what's interpreted into all that. But all of that is stuff that the NFL loves. This is Listen, this is what the NFL does so well. The NFL has a Super Bowl this week. And then they'll spend about Monday and Tuesday celebrating whoever wins it, whether it's the Bengals or the Rams. And then it will shift into an offseason that gets tons of headlines. No one does the offseason better than the NFL. Frankly, no one does anything Mm -hmm. as well as the NFL. And so there will be all this stuff. And so on that day, there will be all these talking heads. What does it mean that – the Steelers GM was in Lynchburg and not Oxford. Does it mean anything? Is it a, are they trying to trick them? And all that stuff is great for drama and talks and views and clicks. And, and that's what they're after because they're trying to get you to May for the draft or late April for the draft. And then after that, you get some mini camps, rookie camps. People cover that. And then they get, they'll take a little break. They'll let everybody else, they'll let the NBA have June with the playoffs. And then they back to camp. Boom, back in the headlines. They're great at it. No one does no one does it better than the NFL. They own the headlines, they own the number one slot from the middle of July through the NFL draft. Genius. And stuff like this kind of helps create that drama. 
You need drama for talking points. Yeah, I mean, it's related to what JM says in the threads. They want all three quarterbacks on screen at the same time. It looks cool for a TV show. Yeah, you Not necessarily sh- a primary thing, but yeah. Sure, you ship around, swap around. It probably won't be at the exact same time. But, but it creates can, a day. Yeah, it's a whole day of those three guys will dominate that day, which means they can dominate the day before, and, and they the can kind of dominate the day after, and then you switch to something else. It's fine. It's all good. That's what the NFL wants. They're, they're NFL players now. They're not Ole Miss players anymore. It's why I always push back on the Laramie Tunsil stuff at the draft. Jimmy Sexton should never. Laramie was a pro. He just got drafted. Laramie made that decision. Laramie's a professional athlete at that moment. Wasn't up to Ole Miss's media relations people to do. He didn't play for Ole Miss anymore. It's the one of it's of, of the most idiotic takes that people have had in our fourteen years. That's one Ooh. of the one of the times. Absolutely, been a lot of takes. Laramie Tunsil a lot made, of takes. Laramie Tunsil made that decision that night. His agents advised him not to, and he did it anyway. He's a pro. He was a pro that night. He'd gone up and done the huggy thing with the commissioner and gotten a jersey and everything. That makes you a pro. And Ole Miss had there the season people walking around, and they were all pissed off at me and glaring at me and stuff. Man, I just did my job. Larry me did his job. You were doing your job. Shut up. Good luck to them, by the way, this year. Yeah. You know, the funny part of all that is everybody that got worked up in every different direction. We still, I still don't know who actually asked the question. I have no idea who that dude We've was. We've actually found it before. Some guy in California. But was I it a California guy? I can't remember was it a TV it was. dude or what? what was I it think was? so. It was a TV dude. Whatever. You think he realizes the angst that he delivered across the country? I don't think so. Be a good podcast guy. It was a good question. Where's that guy? I don't know. We can find him again. It was a good question. Frankly, it was a question that needed to be asked. Do we have the wrong date up or something? Oh, I need to fix it. Okay. I knew that going in because everybody's already told me that twice. Our dogs okay. take their medicine on the 10th. So you, you were aware and of So this, this morning? morning someone said, hey, the dogs get their medicine today. And I said, no, today's the 9th. And they're like, no, it's the 10th. I'm like, it's the 9th. So it's not the 10th. It's the 10th. I, what I was going to say is of all the stuff that went around that, the one person probably least affected or like whatever went past that second was Laramie Tunzel. I don't know that Laramie gave a crap. No. Moved on with his day. He's the complete subject of the whole deal, and I don't know that he really cared at all. He wanted to do a press conference. When they were like, hey, let's not do it till tomorrow. He's like, yeah. no, I want to do it now. I'm here. Part of the experience. It's been the fascinating thing is all that, I mean, the the witch hunt surrounding him, the couch stuff, stuff that he had no control over. He was not at fault or whatever. Even with the Lindsey Miller thing, that was on Freeze, not on Lindsey, on Laramie. Laramie did nothing wrong. He's the guy that's still back around all the time. You never see Robert. Never, you know, Laquan came back for the LSU game this year, I guess. But that, I think that was the first time Quan had been back. Laramie just hangs out all the time. Yeah. Just chilling. Works yeah. out here a lot. Yeah, works out here. Mm-hmm. Here during the, during, during the off season. Uh, so anyway, I don't really know. Anyway, we're getting off topic a little bit. That's okay. We do. It's fine. Um, so they're all on the same day. Uh, the thing yesterday though, that got our message board riled up, which I appreciate it. We need, you know, I, sure. I, I like when we have communication, Brennan, continue to do it. Um, love you for it. Uh, he comes out, says again, former, uh, former Ole Miss staffer under, uh, freeze and Luke. 
Um, says uh, eight combine eight combine invites this year for Ole Miss. Seven are Matt Luke recruits. He only got one full class. Maybe that would put to bed that he couldn't recruit narrative. Couldn't recruit in quotes. Uh, but probably not. Most since the AJ DK group and more than the 2013 class. You know, I say this a lot. People get mad at me for saying it, but two things can be right at the same time. We we live in a very polarizing. Well, and, and in saying that, he followed up with another tweet okay. as we finished this. He All said, right. "Lane's done great, but Matt Luke deserves a ton of credit too. It's okay for both to be true." Yes. There well, you go. Well, when we've been over this, society does not want but two things to be true. It has we to be one or the other. We live in a world where Adele, Adele, okay, Adele, yeah, I'm the singer, yeah, sure. she's really good. By the way, I know people are like, oh, whatever. I'll make no, she's fantastic. Adele has pipes. Yeah, she's amazing. Adele says, you know, I enjoy being a woman. That's all she said. <laughs> That's all she said. I enjoy being a woman. Oh, okay. No, they're, they're trying to cancel her because they, they, it's anti-trans. What? But that's the world we live in. Something is one way. I, I enjoy being a woman. Uh, okay. Cool. I'm glad. Given that you are one, that's good. You're an incredible singer. You're a beautiful woman. Great. Good for you. You're making gazillions of dollars. She caught hell for losing weight. I, I know. She caught hell for losing weight. Her and Rebel Wilson. I, I, I know. I know. But two things can be true at once. The truth is, Matt Luke and Tyler Siski and those guys knew they knew that there was a real chance that they were recruiting for the next guy. And to their everlasting credit, they're both really good people. And to their everlasting credit, they never took a day off. They just worked. Did it work? No, it did not. Did they make mistakes? Absolutely. Were, were they climbing up a mountain from minute one? Absolutely. But did they do a good job of leaving the next guy who turned out to be Lane Kiffin a pretty good base? They did, considering the goal, the goal of the whole witch hunt. Steve Robertson's goal, all those people's goal was to shut Ole Miss down for a decade. The NCAA, when they first started this, the goal was to shut Ole Miss down. I don't mean literally, but I mean figuratively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a decade, Ole Miss was going to be the Vanderbilt of the SEC West without the academic excuse. Mm -hmm. They were going to shut them down. And Matt Luke and Tyler Siski and those guys, Derek Nix deserves a ton of credit here. Those guys kind of grinded. They didn't kind of grind through it. They grinded through it. They did a really good job of recruiting a base of players. Did they make a mistake with the offensive coordinator thing off the bat? Absolutely. And Matt will tell you that. He will tell you that. He will say, you know, the mistake that I made was the moment that I got the job. It was loyalty. The mistake was, was I was, loyalty. I was loyal, to, loyal to two guys who really didn't fit my yes. deal. Yeah. He inherited Phil Long. Because Matt, Matt gets the job in July of 17. 
and he, you can't change coordinators in July. I mean, Auburn probably could, but you can't change coordinators in July. You can't go, hey, hey, Phil, you're out. We're going to yeah. bring in some – no. As an interim. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I'm an interim, and I'm going to fire the OC in July. Yeah. Hey, I mean, you want to come run the offense for four months? I don't know what's going to happen, but hey. Because no, I think in a lot of ways it was a promise. It was, hey, let's work. Let's get the job, and we're kind of all in this together. You know what I mean? Like that was almost a carrot a little bit of, hey. Sure. We get dealing with a lot of stuff here. Let's let, let's get this done, and then we keep in. in yeah, that that happened. Um, but they did a you know they they did they, it, it. What happened happened, and even in the midst of when it was obvious from kind of minute one that hey this is probably not going to work, and all of the the way that the Mississippi made thing wasn't a wasn't a well executed idea, and then when he wanted to hire um, Will Hall. Ross didn't let him. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of stuff that happened, but through it all, I never felt like they let go of the ropes. Kind of those three or four people in primarily and the people that worked for them. But it was Matt Luke and Derek Nix and Tyler Siski and I mean they had some really quality people on that staff. John Sumrall, a lot of those people are owed a, gr- a debt of gratitude because they kept working. They kept enough base in place. Yeah, enough pride in their jobs and in their performance that when Lane Kiffin came in, and frankly, or even giving Lane the ability to say yes because he goes, no, there's, there's, I can work well, with that. He looked at two rosters and he decided yeah. the one at Ole Miss was in better shape. Yeah, you know, and Arkansas was in chaos after the Chad Morris disaster. Ole Miss was not in chaos. He inherited players. He inherited. Elijah Moore and Matt Corral and Jerry and Ely and all those guys, Sands, Chance Campbell that you just named, who are going to be NFL players. You know, would would Ole Miss have gone ten and three last season with Matt Luke? No, probably not, because Matt Corral probably would have been the quarterback at Oregon, and it would have been a disaster. And yeah, two different conversations. But yeah. two things can be true at once. You can say, "Hey, Lane Kiffin's done a hell of a job," and you know, looking back. Those guys did a really solid job in a period where the design of the punishment was to flatline you. Let's well, say there's, the lane thing is kind of irrelevant. I want to let's put a pin in that. We'll come back. We'll, we'll continue this conversation in a second because uh, that 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 plays into this a little bit. Is that people took some people, not a ton. I, I, I hate to be too broad of a brush, but there was talk of oh god you're disputing lane it really has nothing to do with lane i'll get to why in a second so anyway community mortgage oxford memphis soto county and at chattanooga all underwriting and processing is done in memphis so you're getting local underwriting and understand your market a leader in condo financing the float down option and more you can find jason at 662-234-2704 or j-l-o-w-e at community mtg.com registrations ongoing for the oxford park commission for youth baseball and softball for the 2022 spring season Leagues open for ages 5 to 17 in baseball, 5 to 12 in softball. The cost is $50 per participant. The uh, season begins Monday, April the 25th. Games played at M-Trade Park. Go to OxfordParkCommission.com uh, to sign up. You have until February the 20th. So you got 10 days, not 11, 10. Because today's the 10th, not the 9th. We're also brought to you by BroThrow. You may have heard there's a big football game this weekend. If you'd like to bet on it, I would recommend you use BroThrow. It's a cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. 
Take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at brothrow.com. Valentine's Day, just four days away, day after the Super Bowl. I mean, a lot of people forget Valentine's Day, day after the Super Bowl. True. Hungover, I don't really think about that. Yeah, yeah. Exhausted. Yeah, not going to go well. So we're trying to help you here a couple of ways. Uh, if you're still looking for the perfect gift for your special someone, Dead Soxy has your gifting covered. Nothing says, I love you like some good socks. Dead Soxy has increased the discount on the Rebel Grove code to 30%. Just promo code Rebel Grove, 30% from now through midnight on February the 14th. Head over to the site, see all the new styles, and take advantage of this amazing offer. Happy Valentine's Day from the people at Dead Soxy, deadsoxy.com. Speaking of the Super Bowl, you want to make sure there's a promo. It's pinned at the top of rebelgrove.com from Game Changer Patches. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. Overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for the next place? Go to GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. And speaking of Valentine's Day, don't forget Lamons Fine Jewelry, 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. They've been serving the Oxford area for 75 years or so. Engagement rings, wedding rings, uh, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, fashion jewelry, children's jewelry, collectibles, and more. Lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry, so visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Podcast is brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They offer medicine to your prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. Located right there on South Lamar in Oxford. Also with Tyson Drugs on the Square in Holly Springs. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. G&M also has right-way meds, which will individually package your medication for those who need that extra sub. So take advantage of that. Whatever you need in the uh, community, community pharmacy space, G&M can help you out. Again, that is 662-236-2222. Podcast also brought to you by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities, two packages, the 100 Mbps, the Ignite, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, portal controls, network security, and much more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County, 662-238-3159. Nine. Um, yeah, kind of looking at here, there's two things that ignited us a little bit. One, just they said everybody's always mad about something. It's got to be somebody's fault or somebody's 100% in the right or 100% in the wrong. Um, it's not even really pushback because I understand what he's saying and he's, and Brennan is right. Um, but Matt really kind of got two classes because when I look at kind of when he was hired, he was hired in 2017, again, July when Freeze was done. And again, that was the interim. He, he was an interim throughout the season. So I understand why Brennan is saying that. There's no permanence going on inside the program. Sure. But he's getting credit for that class, the next class, and the guys they recruited that stayed with Lane when he signed. Sure. So it's, it's, it's in the middle there somewhere as far as one full class. It's closer to two, but I understand what, what he's saying. Yeah, what, I get what, what he's saying. What he's saying. Um, the other side is Lane only has one class, and actually none, in a way. His only class, well, I mean, he has the portal kids, but he came in late. Like, by the same argument, Lane doesn't have a class yet because his only class that is fully his is the one he's currently just signed, and they haven't played a game yet. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So if we're going to do that and go Matt only has one class, well, Lane has zero classes. 
I mean, I'm not fighting. I'm trying to do the math. Yeah, no, no, that's fine. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm being devil's advocate because we have a podcast. We had to fill time, but yeah, it's not a shot at Brennan. I understand no, what he's no. trying to prove. Yeah, I, but you understand what I'm saying? Kind of. Well, if we go, well, Matt's class doesn't count when he was the interim but didn't have the full job. Right. And his class doesn't count if he recruited those but and Lane signed them. Okay. Okay. Well, Lane got the job, signed a class immediately that played one season when right. he was hired in December. And then this was his second full class, right? Well, this is this is only his first ma- full class. Okay. And they haven't played a game yet. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, that's okay. what I'm saying. Gotcha. If you don't count the year that somebody was hired as a full class. Right then this is only the first full class gotcha. for Lane Kiffin. They haven't played a game yet. Gotcha. Now he has the transfer portal. It's a different ball yeah. game. It's completely yeah. not apples and apples. Just, We've talked about that some. Yeah, just saying. That's that's the, the point. Um, not to hijack it. This this but this this quote. This quote. What are we doing? This quote. I, I just I read what? I read the quote again and it's like unfreaking believable. From what? The, the Adele thing. Oh, sorry. it's the Tuesday Brit Awards. She is this col- today? Like, no, no. Is this new? This is the news yesterday. She collected the award for Artist of the Year. Artist of the Year. That's it. A newly created category merging the old Best Male and Best Female Artist Awards. So instead of Best Male Artist or Best Female Artist, they said Best Artist. You're number one, mm-hmm. regardless of anything. And nobody can argue that. I mean, her, her her music is incredible. Yeah, sure. Her quote, I understand why the name of this award has changed, but I really love being a woman and being a female artist. I do. That's it. I'm really proud of us. I really, really am. That's it. And they went after her. world is so confusing, man. We're nuts. We're nuts. Nuts. That's it. That's, I, that's what's on my mind. That, that, that to me is stunning. But you're not shocked. Uh, no, are, are, no. are you bordering on shock? I'm bordering on shock. I mean, I mean, I'm approaching the point where nothing can shock me. Nothing that we do can shock me. But no, we're, 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 we, we, that's insane. And a clarification here, because I'm being very confusing. I'm not saying that Lane was only hired last year. I understand he was hired in, at the end of, of 2019. My point is that of his class, no one is draft eligible except for these transfers. Right. So it's a very small group of people that right. even would be able to be drafted at this point. That's kind of what I'm saying. But what I was going into the break with was that's completely irrelevant. The, the, what Lane has done or not done is not part of the conversation that he is having. It's simply a defense of Matt Luke as far as putting enough talent in place to bridge to this next spot. That's all that was about. And there was more depth there than we realized. You know, because you, I see it in the stream, we can get to the argument of, yeah, look, Matt Corral been in Oregon, very likely. Um, would a lot of these guys progress the same way, develop the same way? I don't know. We have no way to know that answer. We have no way to know who would be at the combine or wouldn't had that staff stayed in place. Can't say they hadn't. Can't say they would have. I, I, I don't know. Um but again, that's again not the point of it. The point of it was simply what Neil was talking about, which is they survived it. They did enough to keep Ole Miss at some some part of an SEC level. In an environment where the design of the people who hit them with the punishment was to cripple them. That's my point. It wasn't they weren't even just recruiting. They were they were running into the wind in a thunderstorm kind of without shoes Mm -hmm. and they did okay 
they did not let the program crater. It's why I think people like you and me who are around it push back when people are like Matt Luke, whatever, whatever. I'm like, oh, man, man, Matt. And Matt Luke loved Ole Miss and loves Ole Miss. Yeah, sure. It's always interesting to me how he doesn't that's, – that's used against him somehow. Like he shouldn't take the money. He shouldn't take the buyout. He shouldn't have campaigned for the job. Give me a break. Of course he campaigned for the job. Of course he did. Uh, that 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 comment always bothers me. Of course he campaigned for the job. You want to get mad at the people locally who pressured for the Okay, fair enough. But Matt, of course Matt pushed for the job. He wanted the job. Mm-hmm, sure. And they offered him the job. He didn't go into the chancellor's office and hold somebody at gunpoint and go, give me the job or else. No, Ross Bjork's the one that hired him, and Ross Bjork's the one that compared him to John Vault in the press conference. Yes. That's not Matt's fault. That wasn't Matt's fault. It just wasn't. And, you know, did they make recruiting mistakes? Yeah, they absolutely made recruiting mistakes. Did they get a lot of recruitings or recruits right? They did. They did a lot of things well. And they ultimately it didn't work out. And they lost their jobs. And, and, and Matt never held some kind of a press conference, to my knowledge, where he trashed anybody. He took the high road. And he's gone to Georgia, and he's done a good job, and he's working, and that's what he's supposed to do. I I don't know. I mean, I, I, I when I saw Brennan's – tweet yesterday I thought yeah you're right and people whatever with Brendan but those are his friends yeah sure you know those are his friends and he's defending his friends yeah I guess Braylon was a continuation of the freeze recruiting staff but frankly they were an extension of that staff I mean they were all yeah. kept over I mean that's kind of the that was the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was what. And was. then you know the seventeen season was sent with spent with the investigation going. Literally, it was the during the season the the hearing happened in Covington. When did the penalties come down? It was early eighteen. I lose track. I can't remember the day I, that you went in and started drinking. It was November of seventeen. November of seventeen. Yes. Did they come down that soon? It was November or December of 17. Because it was September of 17 when they had the hearing. Because the five years for the escrow is up this year. Gotcha. Ole Miss gets the money back if they stay out of trouble five years from that date. Gotcha. And that's late to 2022. Okay. So, yeah, it was that was that was when that was. Yes. We run across something like from Ross related every day. I feel like there's just always like this thing in the back of your mind you kind of forget about and you remember it and you go, oh, that happened. It was an interesting tenure. That was that was a thing. A lot of mistakes and something he did not sign up for. No, no, no. I mean, that dude took the job and within like three months, hell broke loose. Yeah, and yeah. it stayed loose the entire tenure. Yeah. Like, yeah. God almighty. Like it was. Yeah, no, I just, I think if you'd come in, when he was, where was he at? Western Kentucky? Yeah. If you'd said, hey, here's what's going to happen, he'd be like, you know what, I'm going to wait for the next one. Yeah. We broke that news because the basketball coach got sent back to Bowling Green. Isn't that right? We broke that story, and I want to say it had to do with. I know who my source was, and I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I do know who my source was. That's how that happened. Yeah. Yeah, There was something to do with coaches getting sent back to campus that day. It was like, oh, okay. That was. Yeah, I can't remember how my source knew it. But he knew it. No, when JM, when he says I started drinking, he did not mean I had my first drink November of seventeen. He means I started drinking at eight fifteen in the morning. Yeah, he raided. I, my- I literally poured bourbon neat at eight fifteen in the morning. 
That's what I did. And he didn't pick the cheapest bottle either. He went after one of the he went after one of the more expensive bottles. And after a while, I was like, two things. One, we're gonna have to work. We have here. a press conference in like four hours. We're gonna here. have to work here in a little bit. And at this point, your taste buds are burned. Pour some of the cheap stuff. Well, and I kind of like backhanded criticized it too because I was like, you know, this doesn't suck as much as I thought it yeah. did. Like it was kind of the way I, I was like, that. it's ninety dollars. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, it was definitely November of 17. I'm, 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 I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because um, that was the day Vitter, he criticized, what, what was it he, God, what was his quote that was so bad? Now I don't remember. Not like there was one. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, but you're I asking me to pick a quote? He said something really dumb that day, and I don't remember what it was. Like, it was. He blamed like the coaches and the like. I don't know. Like he he didn't something that gave them no chance of any appeal or anything. He basically went, yeah, no, we all have idiots for coaches and boosters. And it's like, well, thanks, Jeff. That really will help later today when they. I mean, whoever general counsel is at that point really appreciates that because the quote got taken out of the release. Do you remember this? Is the release like almost put out their release that morning, or the so, NCAA put out their release? Somehow I have blocked out so much of. This. Okay, so what happened? I, oh, I remember this. Like, there's a two-year window that I've just kind of blocked from my brain. I don't know why we're even talking about this. I but don't know. Whatever. It's fine. People will sort of find this inside baseball, but more interesting some of the stuff we could be talking about. So, the NCAA puts out a release that morning with Ole Miss's penalties. And I, I knew when it was coming out, exact time, and I refreshed it, saw it, and saved it. Like, pulled a screenshot of it. And it included a quote from, I guess, Vitter during the hearing. And they used that as evidence of why they gave the results that they oh, did. I do remember that. And we're all like, oh, my God, he said that in Covington? Well, yeah, no shit you threw the book. Like, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. And so, like, I put it out, like, whatever. And within, like, five minutes, I think it was, like, Michael who called. was like, I'm like, it's in the NCAA release. And then the release had been reissued with that quote gone, like, By the 30 way, minutes if later. if I had a do-over, I would not have played ball with them as much as I did. I'd have been like, can y'all take that out? No, I will not take it out. It was on screen. No, I will not. It was in the NCAA release. I will not take it. And out. then the yeah, the release got edited within like a half hour, and that quote was no. no longer no longer there. I don't remember what it was. I wish I could find that quote. It was something where he basically he criticized rogue boosters and all this different stuff. Well, he was so determined to be the good little soldier in Covington. Bitter. Yeah. Because he's such a goob. He, he, there was no fight at all. I mean, there was nobody that stood up that day, and I know this because I talked to people who were in the room. There was nobody who stood up that day, well, outside of a couple of attorneys, but yeah, no, sure. nobody at the university level who stood up and just basically threw their book at the floor and said, wait, hold up. Are you all listening to this? Are you all realizing how this got orchestrated? Is it even possible that you're considering the fact that you're punishing the wrong school? You're making this, you gave this kid right here, this kid, pointing at Leo Lewis, immunity? Really? Him? The one in tears right there, crying and apologizing to Barney Farrar, you're giving him immunity and his school oh, immunity? But nobody did that because they were so weak. And Vitter was weak. Weak. And vindictive and soft and passive. Passive-aggressive. But weak. Yeah. Really, really, really weak. Like exceptionally weak. 
Yeah, and then the NCAA goes the extra step, as mentioned here from Chet. Yeah, Greg Christopher mentioned in the release Ole Miss's penalties from 1986 as pre-existing circumstances. But 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 again, and, and yes, and Ole Miss should have come out and said, no, damn it, with another word in front of the damn it, <laughs> no, hell no. And they raised levels of hell. Yeah. They should have said, nope, not doing this. No, hell no. But they didn't. It's like, thank you. It's been a great process. No, it wasn't a great process. It was a joke. We, and spent, that's we, my, we, spent, we spent the year with what, exemplary cooperation? Was yeah, that and, over and that's kind of, and and, I mean, wrapping up that part of it, that all was going on in the, and all that stuff's in the headlines. You don't think when people were recruiting against Ole Miss, they were like, hey, look at this. They're going to get hammered. Look at what their chancellor said. So you were recruiting into that. So it's a credit to them that they left a roster that, a coach like Kiffin could work with. And Lane did a phenomenal job over the last two years with that roster. But he did inherit. He did not walk in and inherit ruins. And that's a credit to Matt and Tyler and Derek and the people that worked that those two years. That That's it. It's, it's not anybody saying that they should have been retained yeah. or any of that. It's just saying that at some point you do have to acknowledge that they were working in a landmine that was not – Matt Luke and Tyler Siski didn't do anything, and, and they, they weren't part of the recruiting disaster. They weren't part of the NCAA. Well, Matt was. You have to wonder when Matt Luke was sitting there in Covington. You have to think he, he was like, oh, my God. I'm watching it go right like, here in front like of my some, eyes. Someone fight. Yeah. Hey, you alive? Well, you poke people with sticks a little bit. Go for ahead. the record, the only people who fought were some attorneys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they fought. Like in, with incredulity, yeah. Per per sourcing, but but only so much you can do as the attorney. Well, the university, someone at the university level at that moment had to put his foot down. I mean, like make a scene where everybody outside of that room, because the room was it was. If you've ever been at an embassy suites, yeah, you know, like where you go to the breakfast area and the cocktail happy hour area. There were some conference rooms just right off that. And so if someone were to sit in there and start screaming and yelling, you would have heard it out where we were sitting. We never heard a peep. Oh, sure. Never heard a peep. I got to tell you, and I know enough you about You and JHV and the Parrot and I know enough. had a big day. Well, I mean, if I know enough about PR to know that at that moment you needed to get your message out at that moment. You needed to be saying it so loud that the Parrot the next day would have been saying it. He was repeating your words. Yeah. The Parrot would have been like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> You sons of bitches. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what you got to lose. I mean, well, they're already, I mean, they're, they're already bending you over. You know, in Vitter's defense, he's never been hired. He was, you knew what you were getting. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget this. The, the day he's hired, I had somebody who had spoken to him numerous times call him dynamic to me. Yeah. And, I mean, I could use a lot of words. Intelligent. Not a bad guy, even just completely out of his realm of of, of mm, I might I might have he's, a, I, well I've had a different experience. He He was so not ready for the position that he allowed emotion to be used in so many different ways that are not relevant to that. Now he completely hijacked the university's plan. Like I was also Tons of mistakes in a thousand different ways. But at some point, it's kind of like hiring Orgeron. Once you do it, it's kind of on you. 
I mean, it, it's, it's sort of going, hey, you know what? I grabbed the snake and it bit me. Well, yeah, don't grab the snake. I mean, you know, a lot of these things, I just kind of blame the guy who hired you. Sure. You need, I mean, if, if you didn't know, you should have known. So you hire a chancellor without people skills? Which your job is essentially to be good with people. I mean, that is the number one chancellor job is yeah. to be good with people. I mean, raise money, politic, all of the. It's not. To, I mean, we're going to get to the Auburn thing in a minute, but it's not. To, it's when you turn around and go, well, you know, this guy you hired him one year ago. You you you, you did it. Yeah, you don't get to throw your hands up and go. I don't know. I had no idea. No, go figure. You went through a whole process, and that's the cat you hired. And I'd push back on the great guy thing. Well, no, great guy is way strong. Whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa, I'd whoa, push whoa, back whoa. on good guy. He, who else was even the finalist that year? I don't, I don't know. Remember. Whoever it was would have been better. It was like some dude from Texas Tech. He would have been better. She would have been better. Whoever. <laughs> Just yeah, whomever. Many like, people would have been better. Uh, yeah, the IHL hired him. Yeah, the IHL did it. It was a beautiful parrot. It really was. It was a cool parrot. I enjoyed my three days talking to the parrot. I did. No, I did. I would go over and talk to it. It was. It did you was, talk to the parrot more than most people talk to the parrot? Well, I enjoyed talking to the parrot because that allowed me to not have to talk to some of the people. You and Billy Bob didn't have long conversations? No. That was <laughs> just... Was that one of the more bizarre, bizarre days of your entire career? It's a couple of bizarre days. Is that fair? Yeah, it was pretty bizarre. People would come out and nobody talked. Nobody would talk. Did you run over to them and like throw your recorder up in their face and start yelling questions? No, I, I, what I did was I would like TV show. I would go stuff. up to them and say, "I've got to, I've got to walk up to you and ask. I've got to be able to say that I asked you to talk." Yeah, sure. I remember going up to Matt Luke and going, "I know you're not going to talk, but I have to ask you." And he goes, "I understand that I can't talk." Fair okay. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. At that point, okay. I'm doing my job. And at that yeah. point, I sort of knew I was going to be talking to people later. I knew I was going to know. So just chill. So it was like, but I, I needed to do my job. Like, I yeah. did have to walk up to Hugh Freeze and say, hey, Hugh, do you have any comment? Yeah. And he's like, no. Fair, okay. fair enough. But I have to be here. I, I can't. Be let here you, and then do nothing. I can't let you off that hook. Yeah. And so. bitter, but, oh, we're going to have a full statement later. <laughs> we're going to have a full statement later. Soon as this is done, we, we're going to talk to you all. Whatever. Yeah, I don't even remember him talking. I mean, and then it's come. We'll, we'll issue a statement. Thanks. I mean, I caught and want to go. Hey, man, there's like all these chairs here. You could do a full hostage video right here with a parrot. <laughs> all three are here. You could do it with a parrot in the background. How cool would that be? Well, that Jeff? would be better. I mean, that would be that would be that would be much better. Yeah, I mean, you could have at least you know, and you could have done it during happy hour. Because they still had the happy hour. Did they really? It was the best part. I mean, they, they, <laughs> you could tell the hotel staff was so confused. Like, what is going on? What is this? Because it's, it's right across the river from um, Paul Brown Stadium. Okay. You could walk to Paul Brown Stadium. In fact, I did. I ran over there. Oh, really? Yeah. From that hotel. And so they're used to having, you know, people that are in Cincinnati for, uh, conventions and whatnot and then there's a big convention center right down the street there in covington from that hotel so they're used to that kind of stuff and so yeah you know five o'clock they do their little happy hour with the appetizers and the draft beer and the cheap wine and stuff 
And you could tell they didn't know where do we put it because we normally put it right over there. And they did a good job. The hotel was nice. Nice people. The guy that ran the hotel came over and talked to me about the parrot. And <laughs> it was good. Okay. <laughs> Podcast brought to you in part by Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. To see the full menu, remember they make all their house, their, their cheeses in-house locally every single day right there at White Oak Lane off Molly Bar in Oxford. You can still pick up their Sweetheart Dessert Box. It is available to pick up this Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. It includes cheesecake dip, heart-shaped shortbread cookies, chocolate-covered strawberries, pretzels, fresh fruit, and all perfect size for uh, four two. You can call or email to place an order. Or just stop by the shop. They're open to five, open until five o'clock for that. 662-419-9201. Cheese at johnstonhillcreamery.com. Uh, Automation Control Systems, LLC, is owned and operated by Clay McNutt, Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. It's a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design, electrical control, panel solutions, and much more. To learn more about ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call uh, 662-601-4381. We'll have hand-raised guys tonight. That's brought to you by our friends at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, but this is the same great products, same services, same people. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, get in touch with Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, DeSoto County, that area, get in touch with the people at Southern, 662-429-4429. College Corner is your one-stop rebel shop. It's got two locations in the Jackson area in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com. And you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. I believe we're going to be taping a uh, Mind on My Money a little later today. That's brought to you by Pinnacle, which is home to the uh, Pinnacle 401k Advisory Services Team. They'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401 plan. 401k plan, I should say. It's uh, mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N-Wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. Get in touch with John, give him some parameters, give him a budget, and then let him give you a lot of options to make your vacation one that you will remember for a long time that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. And we're brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. They've got euros, kebabs. Wraps, redfish, lamb chops, and more. Handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio. All of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. And we're brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, that's the place to go. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. It's also just off Interstate 55 in Grenada, Mississippi. A complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Like I saw, also brought to you by Nick's Tan and Associates. It's nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. You can click the link in my message board uh, thread or anything else uh, there on the message board with my uh, my post on it. Again, with Nick's Tan, you get great help on either side of the real estate business, the buy side, the sell side. Clay DeWeese, O'Keefe Graham, and their team of associates will help you out. 
in a pretty volatile market here in Lafayette County and Oxford. So for people you can trust, again, that's Nickstan and Associates, nickstanoxford.com, 662-281-1200. And the podcast brought to you by Visit Oxford, visitoxfordms.com. Go to the events page, see everything going on this week and every week. We have a lot more details on that. They've set double-decker. That is uh, the 23rd of April weekend. Again, huge weekend in Oxford Grove Bowl, Mississippi State Ole Miss Baseball, and Double Decker all the same weekend. So if you're getting hotels and things, might want to get on that. i got a feeling it will be uh, be a tad pack. So, uh, again, you think Oxford will be a little crazy? I never really get why it's all in one weekend. You would think you would want to, like, double your sales. Why did like, they not spread the wealth? I don't know. I mean, I... Going I, for the kill? It's the Grove Bowl that's weird to me. Because Double Decker is always that weekend. You know exactly when it is. And the baseball schedule is not crazy movable. It's Grove Bowl that I thought would be some other time. Yeah, because the people that, for the most part, are going to the double-decker thing aren't going to the Grove Bowl, right? Well, no, it's a way kind to kind of, of send crowds. everybody somewhere. Yeah, a little bit. I mean... I don't know. What and, t- I mean, most what, people aren't doing... What time is the Grove Bowl? It's at noon, though, right? Yeah. Because you get to baseball at probably 3. I bet it's 12 and 3. So, I bet you'll have a lot of people where, like, somebody goes to the Grove Bowl and somebody just goes and shops on the square, does the Decker thingy. You can do the 10K run? Could. I, mean, I haven't really thought about it. Um, eh, I've done that one. It's not the easiest track in the world. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a fairly difficult Like two miles track. of it are up completely uphill. Yeah, it's not pleasant. Um, they're much easier. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not, that's, that's, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I think my physical therapist would yell at me if I said, hey, I think I'm going to run. Do you think your running days are over? Certainly a possibility. I mean, I hate to throw that on you at the moment, like make you have to like question your mortality or anything, but uh, it's certainly possible. I mean, I'm really, I'm so tempted to get out and just like run a little bit just to see what would happen, but like I finally feel like I'm finally making some progress. You be that person who feels just a little bit better, and hey, I'm gonna go run twelve miles <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. I don't think, I don't think Carolyn would be very happy with me. I think she, she would. Be displeased. Because there was a couple weeks there where there was no progress at all. And then all of a sudden there was some progress. So I don't know. I hope not. Because the best way to lose weight is to run. You think so? Yeah, you burn more calories. People say it's like the, the hit stuff. It's probably right to some extent, but I do see from a straight data, it, it, running has burned more calories. Well, I'll give you an example. I did 55 minutes of Peloton today. I did a 45-minute ride and then a 10-minute Tabata ride. Mm-hmm. In total, I probably burned 850 calories. If I'd gone out and run 55 straight minutes, I would have burned 1,100 calories. Okay. No question about it. I mean, yeah, 1,200 even. I mean, you're better off burning 800 than none, but... You'd be better off burning twelve hundred than eight hundred. Uh, Grom with a question. I, I, chancellors and presidents should show their face around campus. I mean, your 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 employees should know who the chancellor is and have felt feel that there's an open door policy for that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's. And frankly, you need to be uh, you're you're a fundraiser, is what you are. Yeah, and that's not really about boys. Just in general, yeah. presidents and chancellors are fundraisers. Yeah, they are the face of the university for donors and boosters and. I mean, prospective employees for a lot of different elements there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the most critical part of a chancellor's job in a lot of ways. There's there's, there's no doubt about that. Um, 
I think that's the case. Yeah, not I'm not talking about athletics based. I'm talking about university based, academic based. Yeah. Um, the other the other parts of it. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, I think Keith would say he stayed out of stayed out of his way. I don't know that. I mean, I think Keith's got pretty good autonomy as far as the athletic department. Anyway, just opinion. Uh, let's see. I do think there's no doubt strength training. I mean, we're all over the place. I do think strength training accelerates it. It does incredibly. Yeah. Because yeah, you're 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 increasing your metabolism. You are, and that's the reason I'm not running right now is because I want to be able to continue to do some lifting using the lower half of my body. Because there for a couple of weeks I couldn't do anything. Which is miserable. Yeah, I'll I'll burn between about 130 and 150 calories per mile. It's kind of on average what it what it is. For yeah, me. it's about 150 a mile. Okay. I mean, I could look and be more precise, but I mean, I don't. That's something like that. <clears throat> so anyway, there you go. Yeah, we're all over the damn place. Uh. <laughs> Well, it's, it's February. It is on a Thursday. Um, just wait till it's May oh, uh, on a Thursday. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, no! In May now, I might have a topic oh, well, every single day. No, 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 no. As soon as I said it, I was like, yeah. "No, you're wrong." Today we're going to profile. <laughs> Today's Dave Mc... Dan McDonald Day. Yeah. Tomorrow's podcast, we're gonna focus <laughs> focus on Eric Backish. Tomorrow's podcast, we're gonna fo- like, yeah, we're just going down the list. That's what we're doing. So, Backish is the guy, in Michigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Alabama ninety seven, Ole Miss eighty three last night at the Pavilion. I mean, we we we're really smart. We said, hey, Alabama hits a bunch of threes, and it's gonna be a tough night for the for the Rebels. Well, they did. They they didn't shoot a ton of them. Uh, there were what fourteen of twenty two. Um, I mean, if I'm hitting fourteen of twenty two, I might keep firing. Yeah, um, so Alabama was 14 of 22 from three, 36 of 60 from the floor. I mean, do the math. When you shoot 60% from the floor and 63.6 from three, pretty good shape. Um, they out-rebounded Ole Miss 37 to 30. A, a, a staff that didn't get pointed out much uh, during the game, but they dominated the paint 44 to 30. Ole Miss had a really hard time staying in front of uh, Javon Quinterly. You look at his line, and you're like, oh, no big deal, nine points, eight assists. But he created a lot of opportunities for them. He 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 got downhill. He got past, Ole Miss couldn't stay in front of him, like I said. And then that created a lot of open shots when they moved the ball around. Jaden Shackelford was terrific last night with 30 points. I didn't think Ole Miss played very well defensively. Obviously, they gave up 97 points. You know, they scored a lot. Jarkel Joyner had 33, and and Matt Morrell had 15, and they got uh, you know they got 10 out of Brooks, and they got I'm looking to see who else did anything. They got eight out of Jamin Brakefield, and eight out of Sammy Hunter, who actually hit a couple of threes, but they 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 were not very efficient on the defensive end, and it killed them. I mean, Ole Miss's path to winning. I said this on I was on a radio show in Alabama this morning. Ole Miss's path to winning, Chase, is Everybody plays well the whole game. That's it. That's where they are right now. That's well, that's a hell of a war. I mean, that's that's almost impossible. Which is why they're three and eight in the league. I mean, that's a hell of a war. 
Yeah. It's hey, everybody play well. Now everybody defend. And they just it's just different things get them on different nights. You know they don't. How did Joiner look health wise last night? He looked great. I mean, he played, I know he scored thirty three, but I mean, Jarkel played thirty three and a half minutes, twelve of twenty from the floor. He took twenty shots. He was six of ten from three, three of four at the line. Had a couple of boards, three assists, no turnovers, and a steal. I mean, he was good. I mean, but nobody else steps. You know. Jarkel's game doesn't complement Matt Morell's game in the same way that Deshaun Ruffin's game does. Like Deshaun creates basketball, people might shoot back on this. I, I, I don't know. Um, to me, in an ideal world, if everybody were healthy, Deshaun starts at the point, and Matt plays the two, and Jarkel's a sixth man who comes off the bench and gives you instant offense. It's kind of a microwave. Hey, we need we need some energy. Come come play. And then maybe he stays in and plays a lot. The problem with with Jarkel and and like there was a a line of questioning after the game about you know to Jarkel about he and Deshaun playing together. Having seen them each play separately, I, I, I question whether you could really play them together on the court for extended periods of time because of how small you would be defensively. How, how much struggles you might have staying in front of bigger guards where they could post you up, they could get you in some switches, they could do things with you. A lot of teams have bigger guards than that. Matt Matt gives you that big two guard who can shoot. Matt doesn't have a lot of wiggle. He doesn't but, – but Matt can get downhill. And when you're having to defend Deshaun, I think, I think their games complement each other really well. Okay. With Jarkel, there's a little, and then uh, the other one is is Luis Rodriguez. I thought was really turning a corner playing with Deshaun because Deshaun creates openings for Luis, who's a big three. And I don't know that Jarkel's game complements Luis's as much. They, you know, they 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 just got beat by a better team. Alabama's better than them. I mean, you can you can sit here and try to sort of nuance your way through it. At the end of the day, Alabama's better than them. Predict, predicting an cr- actual crowd of around five last night. That's what I'd guess. I'd guess there were about 5,000 people there. There wasn't a lot of atmosphere, if we're just being completely honest. There wasn't. It was 7.30 on a Wednesday night. And there hasn't been much atmosphere. And it just it, it wasn't very lively it, it, at all. It was fine. But Ole Miss got off to a good start. They were up 11, and it wasn't, you know, nobody was, like, jumping up and down about it. A decent student turnout. You know, what are they twelve and twelve, three and eight? I mean, you're just not gonna right. you're not gonna set the world on fire when you're doing Carolina that. at home on Saturday. Is that right? Isn't that right? I thought they went to Missouri Saturday. Oh, you know, you're right. You're right. Yeah, we're a week away from that. Yeah, yeah, Missouri Saturday. That's right. I was like, well, I got that wrong in my story. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, they go to Missouri, then I think Carolina's here next week, and then at some point A and M comes here. Yeah, South Carolina's midweek next week. What's next weekend? Is next weekend at Auburn? It's at Georgia. At Georgia. And then at Auburn. Okay. Yeah, at Mizzou, 7.30 on Saturday night. Chase will have a full report from that game. 
stay tuned by, by, by 11.30 on Saturday night. Yeah, that's it. What do you think, about 1,500, 2,000 words? Kind of a breaking it down. Oh. Well, I mean, in the old like weekly newspaper days, you would because you would record every basket. <laughs> and but, then... <laughs> In some ways, it's genius because <laughs> weekly newspapers sell because you get as many kids in the paper as possible. Right. Names. Yeah. I mean, I actually think I can make a fortune in weekly newspapers. Like, I actually, I have a I have a background in it. I think I'd be really good as a weekly newspaper publisher. Now, I'd want to, like, stab myself in the wrist every day, but I think I could do it and make money. But, yeah, the really bad weekly newspaper reporters, it literally would be like, Ole Miss beats Missouri 72-68. So... John Smith won the tip, went down, tip in for tip. I mean, literally the whole damn game because every name's in that damn story. Yeah. Every grandmother's printing that thing out, and it's going on the refrigerator. I mean, oh, yeah. you fill it up with that and park commission and every you, – you, I mean, you're emailing the schools going, hey, if there is a club, send me a photo. Oh, yeah. Because that bitch is getting right there on A2. In the and, top of the first, little Johnny Johnson oh, hit a yeah. single. Yes. Yeah. 100%. No, no, no. Weekly newspapers is not rocket science. You can make those things work. While also being bored out of your mind. Um, so, yeah. Uh, elsewhere last night, stayed, uh, hung around for a while, but Tennessee getting a nice win in Starkville last night, mm-hmm. 72-63 over the Bulldogs. Volunteers now 8-3 and three in the SEC, as Neil said yesterday. Pretty sleepy a little bit in the league, but 8-3 and three right now in the SEC for the Vols, who are ranked 19th in the country. States, uh, they went into the yesterday with a net of 50. They're 14-9, and 5-5. Five and five. So I'm pulling up nets now. A little bit of a strange thing there. Uh, they're they're playing their way onto the bubble, which would be a monumental underachievement if they can't make the tournament. And then a uh, a must win that they got done in Gainesville yesterday. Florida knocking off Georgia 72-63 um, at the O'Connell Center. Talked to someone last night who believes that Mike has gotten himself out of hot seat territory. Oh, really? So uh, updated nets. Uh, Kentucky is five. Auburn is nine. Tennessee is now up to ten in the net. Uh, LSU's at 16, Alabama up to 22, Arkansas up to 31. Here's where it gets interesting. So those teams are in, right? Kentucky, Auburn, Tennessee, LSU, Alabama, Arkansas, they're they're all making the tournament, barring a disaster. Florida's at 48, kind of bubbly, pretty good shape. Mississippi State chased down to 56 in the net. That's probably out. That's out today. Probably not in today. A&M's at 74, Vanderbilt's at 82, South Carolina 106, Ole Miss 107, Missouri 145, Georgia 205. Mississippi State's the – where do they go this week? They go to LSU Saturday night. <clears throat> they need to win a game. Their next few is interesting because they have RPI kind of dogs in here too, or net dogs in here too. They're, at, they're in Baton Rouge in a game LSU absolutely has to have too. On Saturday, um, then they're at Alabama next week. Opportunity, but tough game. Yeah, they played they played Missouri back to back. One here, one there. Got to win them both. Yeah, you got to win them both at South Carolina, a game you just have to win. Period. You cannot lose to the Gamecocks. I don't think and get in. They play Vanderbilt, which I mean you're probably okay, but where's that game? It's in Starkville. Okay. You're probably okay. Probably okay. And then I mean you get a chance to clinch it. You get Auburn at home. And then you go to College Station in the year. It's a weird it's a schedule. Rough go. That's a really rough schedule. I mean, 
really weird schedule. It's not a rough schedule. If he doesn't make weird. the schedules, he, if he doesn't make the tournament, is he on the hot seat? Should be. But is I, he? I don't think so. It doesn't feel like it. For whatever reason. An interesting thing that I just stumbled across yesterday, um, or maybe two days ago, Brian Haydad, the first Richard at Super, at Super Talk, they had a thing up on Twitter with, I think it, if, if I'm wrong and it was somebody else, if it was Borky or somebody, I apologize. I think it was Haydad who was arguing that Mike Leach had the hottest seat in the SEC, which I thought was an interesting take. Ooh, going in the next year? Yeah. be a good show. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just think about it. we got plenty of time. Yeah. But I mean, Brian Harson says hi. Well, yeah, take it, the non-Auburn um, category of the, of, of the proceedings. Yeah. Yeah. Non-Auburn. Um. Harson's like, Yo, word up. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. No. You do have to kind of admire Brian Harson. Saw his vacation through, came back and said. And wasn't leaving early. No. I paid for seven nights. By God, I'm staying seven nights. <laughs> well, and then Auburn puts out that new rule that they passed about in cooperating in investigations effective that day. <laughs> There's no way he's not grandfathered into the old damn rules. That has no bearing on anything. Come on. Any judge is going to go, guys. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> I mean, And then that gets out. I know. And that was not even like one of the five dumber things Auburn's done over the last two weeks. Like, I mean, can you imagine hand raised guy at Auburn right now? I need a raise and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that guy's like sitting in the back. He's he's now just drinking the vodka straight out of the bottle right there. there were, there's no cups. There's no nothing. He's just no. We no. This is a bet. Do not let the public see this. No. Yes, I've called an, an attorney, and they got when they finished laughing at me, they told me to stop. No. So so far, if we're, if we're keeping score, if I'm yeah. doing this right, to this point, Auburn has tried to accuse him of an affair. Accuse him of an affair with a subordinate. Yes. There doesn't appear to be evidence that they can uh, stick to him on that. No, that's that's died. They have accused him of being a racist. That's not so subtly. Uh, players and, defended him, and you and I talked about this. Let's just say for kicks and giggles that you had some evidence that he may be a racist. You hired him one year ago. Not not two, not 12 years ago. One year ago. The guy that hired him is an African American. Yeah. So you think he would be sensitive to that, that that would be something that you would be, you know, if there was even, Aware of, yeah, even yeah. a whisper of, hey, you ought to dig into this guy. Mm -hmm. What is interesting is people at Boise will tell you, um, well, did you hire Brian or did you hire Horace? Because they're two different people. But whoever, Auburn hired him. Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know that a year later you get to turn around and go, yeah, you know, the guy's a bad guy. Yeah. You, you, you did it. Then you did a shit job. You did a bad job. You yeah. you hired him. You gave him a contract. He signed it. At, at some point, it's on you. 
And then it's like, okay, well, so we we, we want to do this, but we don't want to pay him. And he's like, well, I'm not. That's not agree, amenable for me. All right, well, let's work out a settlement. No, it's not. Yeah. You owe me eighteen point three, and I'd like eighteen point three. Thank yeah. you. And so here they are today with. He's going to this meeting representing Auburn as the head coach. The chancellor there, if I've got this right, and I've talked to a couple people, I think I kind of do, the chancellor doesn't want to do a buyout, and yet the chancellor is essentially a lame duck. He's out at the end of the summer. It's chaos. And if you're Brian Harson, how do you recruit? Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp, New Orleans-based PrimeShrimp.com, P-R-I-M-E. Easy cook shrimp, no mess, no prep. Just drop the frozen pouch into boiling water, ship straight to your door in just a few days. Delicious shrimp cooked in less than 10 minutes. You're on the fly. You don't have to be an expert chef. Flavors, flavors available, signature seasoning, French Quarter Alfredo, and more coming soon. Remember, if you are a uh, first-time buyer, use code MPW. $20 off um, for that with code MPW. And then, as always, money-back guarantee if you don't love it. Orders over four pounds, they ship for free. Uh, brought to you by Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. What are your goals for 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet these goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi. They recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. No cost to you as a candidate. Everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022. You can contact them at 662-832-5138. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at the Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves. One smile at a time, Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment. Financing available at CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Bell & Grove. Based out of Chattanooga, Daryl Oliver and Evan Dial built Bell & Grove, a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. They specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S. Bell & Grove can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rate possible for their customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They also provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move more product quickly. Uh, Daryl Oliver is who to call, 865-672-6557. And we're brought to you by uh, Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall 
upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. With two sand rings, a grass ring, and miles of wooded trails, there's a lot to be offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with trainer Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Under the teachings of one of the best young professionals in the sport, Bowers Cohn, Southern Traditions has high aspirations for the future. Along with owners Ben and Hillary Craddock, Southern Traditions has become one of the leading equestrian facilities in Mississippi. For questions or information about lessons, boarding, or sales, contact Bowers at BowersCone1, that's Bowers, C-O-N-E, the number one, at gmail.com, or message them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Podcast also brought to you by Style Assembly right there on the square in Oxford, 203 North Lamar, next to Blind Pig. With Valentine's Day just a couple days away, give them a shot to take care of that holiday. Just purchase a gift card for the lady in your life and get an additional 10% added to the card. When you mentioned you saw it on the site, heard it on the podcast, mentioned MPW, Rebel Grove, whatever, just direct it back to here, and they will take care of you. They offer clothes, shoes, purses, jewelry, sunglasses, and more. Four percenters head in and create a wish list in the store or over the phone. It's left on file. Guys can call in. Stop by, pick something off the list. It's a win-win for everybody. Live and wrap it up and have it waiting on you. If you're not in Oxford, no problem. They ship. Simply call or DM to place an order. The phone number is 662-638-3163. They'll help you assemble the style you are looking for. Again, Style Assembly. That is shopstyleassembly.com. 662-638-3163. Um, you know, I don't watch very much of it, but I'm seeing highlights. It's hard to miss kind of around here. How real are the Grizzlies? Oh, they're real. Is it? They're, title real? Um, I mean, they're in the they're maybe. comfortably in the three seed right now. Maybe. I mean, I get it. Would have to go. I mean, I understand. Like, some whatever, things would but. have to work out for them, but yeah, sure. I mean, are they a team that could get to the Western Conference Finals? Of course. They're, I mean, they have a superstar. They have a superstar in, in Morant. Johnson's a a great player. Bain's a great player. They're good. They've done a really good job building their roster. They have a lot of weapons. Uh, the coach has done a very good job. They're young. They play with a lot of energy. They've got an edge to them. They're good. Yeah, sure. I mean, are they the favorite? No. Are they? Are they? Could they pull it off? Sure. Yeah. And what's happening in Memphis is. Is, is great for the NBA in the same way that what happened in Milwaukee a year ago, it might happen again with Giannis Antetokounmpo staying in Milwaukee. You have a guy in, in John Morant who I think wants to stay in Memphis. I think he wants to be a Grizzly for a long time, maybe for the whole time. And when you see Milwaukee be able to win a title and you see a, a young Grizzlies team get to this place at this point where they're going to probably be a force in the West for a long time, it's, it's good for the league. It's good for good for the city, obviously, and Morant special. I mean, he he's he's the deal. Last thing here, maybe, maybe we'll talk about this later. Because frankly, we never even discussed Bob Saget's death on the show at all over the course of the last couple of weeks. But seeing here from CNN, they are saying that he died from a result of head trauma. Yeah, according to a statement from his family, quote: "The authorities have determined that Bob passed away from head trauma." They've concluded he accidentally hit the back of his head on something, thought nothing of it, went to sleep. No drugs or alcohol were involved. That's why, you know, when someone gets a concussion, you don't want them to you go stay to awake. sleep. Yeah, stay awake. Because, um, <clears throat> the tax, yeah, the toxicology came back clean. 
crazy. Just a tragedy. Yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of blown away when I saw that. I'm honest. Have I, you kept up with this Tyler Skaggs trial? Not at all. I saw because somebody probably, had, somebody had asked us earlier. Hey, talk about it, and I have not seen it enough. It's probably something that you ought to read about because I think you would find it interesting as much as you are interested in baseball. The the there's no other way to put this professional baseball the drug culture of professional baseball mm-hmm. there's just no other way to say it i mean there are i'm guessing teams all over the majors that are sh- just absolutely shuddering right now the pills the the schedule the pace the amount of pain that you're asked to play in, to pitch in. Yeah, sure. And it's always been the case. I mean, the 50s, 60s, it was the greenies and the whole deal. And, I mean, it's just, it's changed. You know, but it's, and, it's, and, and he had a lot of things in his system. And I don't know whether this is going to lead to a conviction or not. Kind of have my doubts. Yeah. But um, I've read some stuff just kind of around from other Writers and things. There, there, there are major league people that are looking at this, going, "This is something that, while we don't want to address, because it's always not been going on, everyone kind of knew it." What happened with Tyler Skaggs is happening probably in twenty or more other major league clubhouses. Mm-hmm. You know, there were other players that were just, "Hey, can you get these pills? I'm taking these pills," and they're they're. they're there's nobody to really monitor a lot of it, and they're taking stuff that that you can get off the black market. They can get, they can get their hands on on drugs because of their celebrity and because of what they can give in return. Autographs, tickets, all of this stuff was happening, and it had been going on in that clubhouse for a while. Yeah. I mean, you know, the list of witness, the witness list there is a laundry list of current and former yeah, angels. Sure. And it's, it's, there's no other way to put it. There's, there is a drug culture in that sport that is pills. Mm-hmm. I mean, people talk about the NBA has a drug culture, but that drug culture is marijuana. Yeah. The major league baseball. And I mean, it's something you, I, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a real topic that I, I know that the sport doesn't want to have to address publicly, but I think they're going to have to address it publicly. You, you've got guys that are playing in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, covered a lot of ground today. All of you guys enjoyed the stream and uh, and elsewhere. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Again, the weather's really, really, uh, really good today. You'll get into the high 60s if you're anywhere in the south or close to Oxford. Stuff at rebelgrove.com coming as well. Hope you have a wonderful day. We'll talk to you again soon. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.